Hey, sweet sister friend. Welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. I am so glad you are here. All right. Now, y'all, when I sat down with my vision board at the end of December and with my calendar and was looking ahead to the year and had my little Holy Spirit, you know, powwow. And I was like, okay, God, what are we going to do differently this year? The Lord said, look, you want 2022 to be different? You have to do something different or else it's going to look exactly like 2021. So one of the things I decided to do, felt prompted and led, was to go ahead and have guests. All right. So every single week, y'all, you can expect to have a new guest. I will be doing a solo cast and a new guest. And so today I'm so excited to introduce to you a guy who is just awesome. So Anthony O'Neill is going to be sharing today about being single, saved, and a savvy steward. Oh yeah, you know it. Now, even if you are not single, you might be like, oh, I don't need to listen. Y'all, you need to listen because the likelihood is you know someone who is single. And we can all use a little bit of information about being good stewards of our health as well as our pocketbook. All right, so grab your pen and paper because I know he's going to have some divine downloads for y'all. And let's get this party started. Hey there, sweet sister friend. I'm so glad you are here today because I have a really exciting episode. We have a really exciting episode here today. I am so honored to have Anthony O'Neill, the one and only, well, there might be more than one, but the one and only that God has designed. And I'm so excited that he is here today. So welcome, Anthony. Oh man. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, but you're right. There's only one Anthony O'Neill. There's only one. So listen, uh, I'm grateful to be here. Well, I am so glad that you're here. So I first was introduced to you and I should say introduced because I actually was, I don't know, somebody sent me a link to a YouTube video that you had done last year about singles and I'm gainfully single. My listeners and my audience knows I'm 46, never been married. And I was like, okay, I will take all the information, all the guidance that I can get. And so I watched, you know, a series of videos you had done. I think it was with Mandisa and maybe it was a year or two ago. And then I was like, I'm a fan. And then I was at an event, a live event, and I met you there. And I was like, hey, will you take a picture with me? Which is so proud of me and so arrogant. Like I should have been like, hey, brother, how are you? Like, not just like, (laughs) do you want to grab a selfie? But anyway, that is how I was first introduced to you. And as I mentioned, you know, I have been a follower and a fan and I'm so excited for you to come and share so much today with the audience. Most of my uh, audience are women and they're mostly 40 something ish. But a lot of us are single or in my case, single again, you know, and, and a lot of the women who are here. So I want to just start though, because I know that you have a ton of accolades. I can sit here and I can talk about the table, which is your podcast. I can talk about your award-winning book, um, debt-free degree. I can talk about all those things, but I really want today to find out about you and your story and what led you to this place. We know that oftentimes we hear that, you know, we get our platforms or birth through a personal passion or perhaps pain. And I want to know, first of all, how did you arrive at this place that you were helping singles maximize their single season with intention and grace? You know, for, for me, when I really sit back and look at my journey, right, I grew up in a very strong Christian faith home, right? So I am blessed, uh, sis, to have four loving parents. I tell this to everyone, like four. And there's on podcasts, but y'all should see my hands. I got like four. I got four <laughs> hands up. Um, and it's, I have two biological parents and two step parents. And so my biological mom and other father and my siblings live in California. My biological father and other mom live in um, uh, Columbia, South Carolina. But I grew up in a church of God in Christ home. So I grew up in like, hey, we go to church every single day. You go to school, but you can't go to prom. You can't go to dances. You can't go out. It was very strict. I couldn't even listen to, to hip-hop uh, hip hop music. I only can listen to jazz or gospel music, you know? 
But I mean, Beyonce and Destiny's Child, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And Michelle Williams is my girl. Like that is my <laughs> own girl to this day. And me and her laugh all the time because I'm like, yo, I couldn't listen to you back in the days. Um, but to get to the point to where, where I got to today was I grew up and everyone taught me, you know, how to make it into heaven. If you get pulled over by the police, here's what you do. Um, and just love God, love the Lord. But when I graduated high school, there was two important conversations that were not given to me. Number one was finances, how, how to, you know, how to deal with your finances. Then number two was how to maximize this season that you're going into, how to steward this season of you're an adult, you have, you're not married, you have no kids. Here's what you should do to really steward it. And so everyone started really just pushing me towards the ring. Everyone started pushing me towards, hey, get a credit score. Everyone was pushing me towards getting something or someone, but no one was really never asking me, hey, how are you doing, Anthony? Hey, how is God working through your life? Hey, how are you maximizing this season? Are you seeing a therapist? Are you experiencing things outside of your comfort zone? Are you studying a lot? How are you building your network? And so because everyone was pushing me towards a woman, everyone was pushing me towards go get a credit card, go take out some loans so you can build this credit score. Man, I racked up so much debt by the age of 19, about $35,000. When I say debt, I mean, they were looking for me by calling my parents. They were calling my parents, neighbors looking for me. And I, I dated so many ladies, lost my virginity, just to keep it real, because everyone was pushing me towards something, but no one was pushing me towards myself, bettering myself. And so um, at the age of 19, I was homeless, sleeping in the back of my car, had all this debt. Um, and all the ladies who I chased, who I was pushed into, uh, none of them had my back during that season. And I remember having to wash myself in the back of my car. I remember co contemplating suicide. I remember um, having to go to the YMCA and the Boys and Girls Club throughout the week just to take a showers and try to get something to eat. And so I just um, realized that the caliber of my future will be determined by the choices that I make today. And if I want to change my future, I need to change my choices. So I got back closer to God. I got back and, and I really got really straight into my finances, got out of debt, started building wealth. And then about, I say about eight years ago, eight to 10 years ago, I really developed this passion of teaching single people how to maximize their single season on really how do we steward this single season? Not how do we chase the bag? Not how do we chase love? How do we maximize this season and allow God to bring us to love, allow God to work through us and to work with us to get us to where we wanna go. So that's just a little bit of my journey of where I've been and what I'm going through. Gosh, brother, I, well, I, first of all, thank you so much for being real. And everybody who is a listener of the show, knows that I keep it real. I mean, I talk about everything and anything under the sun and I pretty much bear all because we know that then when the enemy, if it's hidden, the enemy has power over it. And so I love that you have been able to fully just surrender and relinquish and be like, nope, no shame, no guilt, no condemnation here. And I think it's really powerful too, because as you mentioned, first of all, I love that you honor your parents, you know, all four of them and things like that, but also too that upbringing, like the control that was there and, you know, not being able to listen to certain music and things like that and not having the real life skills. And so I absolutely love, you know, your heart for serving people and giving them the tools to fully equip them, not only in the season of singleness, but also in, you know, in terms of money. And we are going to get into that, but because of the month of February, this is when this is going to launch is that, you know, the themes this month have all been rooted in 
knowing, caring, and loving of oneself, because we know that that as disciples, that is what we're called to do, right? Love God, love others. And so I know that you're a huge proponent, you know, being your best self while you're single. I actually got to see you. I was so excited to be this past weekend at the Heart of Dating Conference and heard you just really speak to the heart of so many people that were out there. And I know that you're coming out with a new course called The Singles Blueprint, which launches just here in, in March. And as I mentioned, I have seen, you know, listeners who are single or singular again. Yeah. And so these sisters are going to want to pay attention. They all know that I say in order to live a noteworthy life, you got to take notes. So go ahead and get your pen and paper ready right here. And so this course identifies eight key pillars to help build on momentum and maximize their season of singleness in every aspect of life, not just in your relational intimate life. And so I want to ask you, what are some of the key lessons that you talk about in this course that just can't be rushed. We just can't go ahead and take the shortcut through in our single season. Yeah, you know, one of the things I'm really talking about and addressing inside of the single season is stretching people to get outside of their comfort zone. I think oftentimes single people, we allow our comfort zone to become our kill zone. Um, And I, I think whatever that thing is so comfortable, whether it's well, I'm comfortable dating Kim, I'm comfortable dating Kurt, or I'm comfortable in this career field because I have the guaranteed paycheck, hey, or I'm comfortable in this particular space in my life because I know it. I truly do believe that God wants us to stretch outside of our comfort zone because nothing extraordinary happens inside of our comfort zone. When we step outside of our comfort zone, we step inside of our faith zone. And so when we step inside of our faith zone, that means God is the pilot we're the co-pilot and we're trusting God. If everything in our life is 100% comfortable, what is God there for? Why is he there? A prime example, and I'll keep it real, everyone knows if they follow me that for the last six, six and a half, well, for six and a half years, I served with Dave Ramsey over there at Ramsey Solutions. And man, the best experience I've ever had in my life to serve such a great God with a great mission. Um, but before him, I was at an all-Black church. It was It's the oldest Black church out of slavery, a uh, Baptist church in, in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. I was super comfortable there. I could walk into to the school district. Everyone knew me. I could walk into the uh, Jaguar Stadium and get free tickets, and, and I know the NFL players. I can call the mayor. I can call the superintendent. If, if, if I needed something to eat, I can go get me something to eat. And it was just absolutely amazing and comfortable then all of a sudden god says i want you to go work with dave ramsey i'm like i mean yeah i'm all about money and you know i'm all about getting <laughs> debt. i said but respectfully saying i said but that's an all-white culture i am a all i'm a black man and, and i need to stay over here i love white people but i need to stay with my people and he said man i called you to teach and preach the gospel i didn't say teach and preach the gospel to one particular group and mm. i was like god but wait he said go and I was like God but wait I could have said no just to keep it real right I could have right. said oh God I'm staying right here and just remain comfortable uh, but you know what if I would not have went and I'll be honest it was uncomfortable you know because there were there's certain things take away race when you move one person from one culture to a totally different culture it there there are some growing pains there and I was like, yo, what is this? Why we got to do this? Like, why are y'all so excited about this? But if I would not have been willing to be uncomfortable for a season and to stretch myself 
and enter into my faith zone, I would not have sold 100,000 books. I would not be a number one national best-selling author. I would not have uh, over a million people within my tribe. I would not have been able to get on the, you know, the Rachel Rays. I would not be in Success Magazine today as one of the top 100 influential people in America to know for 2022. But because I was willing to trust God and step outside of my comfort zone, I was able to do that stuff. And so inside of my course, what I'm, what I'm doing is I'm teaching them, hey, here is the process of how to get to that next level of your life. Here's the process of how to get through your, your, your comfort zone and enter into your uncomfort zone. And it's not as uncomfortable uh, because, I mean, I think the reason why some of us are not building wealth, the reason why some of us are not in relationships. You said it earlier. You came up and you asked me for a picture. I remember that day. I was like, yo, she was bold. Okay, then. You know what I'm saying? But if you would have been just, you know, just in your comfort, you would have stayed away. You would not have asked for a picture. We would not be here today. We would not would not have formed a, a, a e-relationship up with each other. And so I just challenge people, what are you missing out on? What relationships, what career journeys, what job promotions are you missing out on because you're not willing to be uncomfortable for a little while? And if you know that is you, come join me in this singles community. Come join me in this course because we're going to have thousands of people, single people walking through, how do we do this together? And I love that because the faith zone, like you said, that is where the expansion, that is where the growth happens. And I don't know if you know, but this is actually in the Hebrew month. This is the month of expansion and transformation. And so I love that you're getting ready to launch. And there's a bonus month this year in the Hebrew month. So my people know about that. So I had to reference that. So I just love though, that, you know, you're pregnant with these ideas and then that is expansion. And so God wants to move us beyond the comfortable, you know, and step out just like he calls, you know, Abraham go, where am I going? I don't know, but just go, you know? And so I love that. I love that. Well, since you, I, I do want to circle back to some of the health things, but since you mentioned the Dave Ramsey connection and just money, I know that, you know, obviously your book debt-free degree and things like that. We're just going to go ahead and take that elephant right out of the living room and talk about money. Yeah. Um, in a recent episode, I shared about my own personal weight loss journey. So just so you know, AO, I lost 120 pounds naturally and prior to COVID. Okay. Let's just be real. Okay. And so it has given me tools to help me in other areas of life. So like that self-control practice to say, no, I don't need the Snickers bar. No, I'm not going to hit snooze. Like all of those practices, I was able then to apply to look at a bigger picture and the end goal and no longer just going for the immediate gratification. So I, very similar to you, you know, everybody gives you a, a credit card when you're in college, which don't get me started on that. And so I had to eliminate debt and I was able to do it and now live debt free. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. But how does financial fitness, and I know this is one of the components of the course, how does it help you develop the character and then like impact and infiltrate into other areas of your life? Yeah, you know, one of the things for me, I'm very big on the whole fitness aspect, right? It's, it's fitness teaches you discipline and it teaches you consistency. And I think you know that, you know, because mm -hmm. if, you, if you wake up every single day and you put in work every single day, you're going to produce results eventually. And so fitness really teaches us, and you could take everything you learn from fitness and apply it to your financial life, apply it to your relationship life, apply it to your career life. But one of the components I'm teaching my inner course as well is like, hey, how to be uh, fit physically uh, so that way you could be healthy physically. Now, I would also set this up by saying, I'm not saying you should be this particular way. I'm not saying you should look like this. What I'm saying is you're going to set your own goal because my goal may be, I just want to be slimmer. 
And some people may look at me like, boy, you're already skinny. And I'm like, well, I just want to be lean and defined, you know? Um, then some guys may want to be thicker. Some ladies may want to gain weight or lose weight. I don't know. So what we're doing in this course is really talking about how to now steward our bodies. So I'm bringing on some uh, professional people to help us with our dieting, to help us understand our blood types, to really dive in and really go down to the elementary schools of just really understanding how our bodies work, how to properly eat, how to properly set goals so we can walk into this year, the rest of this year, maximizing that. But you're going to take these skills and apply them to your financial life. You know, it's like, hey, you're going to wake up today. You're going to go to the gym today. Boom. Great. You can take that same lesson over the money. You're going to wake up today and you're going to save $5. Now, when you wake up the next day, you're not going to have $5,000 in that account. But you're not going to lose five pounds, 10 pounds the next day, neither. It's, it's what's happening is we're going to put systems into place. And we're going to stick to those systems and apply those systems every single day of our life. And we are actually going to see results eventually. And it's called compound results. You have compound results when you make good decisions in life, you see the rewards. And you have compound results, which is called compound interest on your money. And so I, I, I'm really excited about it because, you know, uh, I would say about eight, nine, yeah, about nine years ago, I weighed 110 pounds. Oh I was God. 27 and I was skinny. I was skinny. And I remember this girl who I tried to holler at, she was like, you ugly because you skinny. <laughs> and while that was harsh, I needed to hear it mm -hmm. because that was the motivation for me to get into the gym. Now I weigh 175 pounds. Now I'm trying to go back down to get right around 168 with, with um, um, less than 10% of body fat because that's what I desire. So when I go to the beach, you know, as a single man, I can have my chest and my abs out, you know, be a good looking man of God uh, out there. Um, and so, you know, we're going to, we're going to have all kinds of people in there sharing their dreams, sharing their goals. And no matter what your dreams are, maybe that's just to lose 20 pounds. Maybe that's to gain five pounds. Maybe that's to lean out. Whatever you set your goal to be, we're going to give you the systems to put in place to reach your, your health goals and your fitness goals. Well, I love that because it is such an important part as you're serving the kingdom. You know, I always tell the women I'm working with, like, look, like I'm not saying just like you said, you don't have to be a certain weight or size or anything, but in order to serve God mightily, you have to go ahead and be your healthiest version of you. Yes. You know, like you're not a threat to the enemy. If you're sitting at home watching Netflix every single night, yes. you know what I mean? If you're out doing kingdom work, God's like, okay, we can use that. You're in, you're not in park, you're in drive. And so there was actually a podcast, perhaps it was a uh, YouTube, it was maybe on the table, but it was one of um, your episodes where you talked about, you know, health is actually wealth. Yes. And so I want to kind of end with that before some rapid fire, little fun questions here at the <laughs> end so that my audience can get to know you, but you mentioned a number of statistics. It was a study. And I don't know if you remember all the details of it, but I just wrote down a few things that I was so impressed that, you know, if a person, if this group of people, this cohort that you had, you know, done the research on. They made over $160,000 a year, 76% of them exercised daily. Like that was huge to me. You know, they slept seven hours a night. They avoided drinking. They were reading books, all of those things, because I talk about like, it's not the 80, 20 rule of diet and exercise. Like I'm like, look, the stress in your job, in your daily life, your relationships, your connection to God, the amount of water you drink, all of those things. Those are all encompassing. So it sounds like the program, the course that you're offering is going to encapsulate all of that and really encompass every single one of those because it's not siloed, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. So can you just kind of speak to any of that, perhaps that episode in particular or any of those stats that yeah, I just we, shared? 
one of the key things when it comes to like, you know, what I've learned from wealthy people, right? When it comes to wealthy people, I've learned on the money aspect uh, that they avoid, they avoid unnecessary debt. They, uh, they have a, a good savings account, you know? And one of the things I've learned is they've learned how to make proper investments. Now watch this. When I say proper investments, they're making investments into like real estate, into like land, into like up and coming tech businesses. But then also they're making investments into themselves. That their number one investment is, is them. So after they pay off their debt, after they've built this, this physical wealth on the money side, they're like, yo, okay, cool. I can't keep investing if I am not healthy. How are they investing into themselves? They're growing spiritually, which is one of my pillars inside the course. You know, they're reading their word. They have a prayer life. They're, they're downloading from God and uploading to God. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're willing to, to really make the right network around them. So they have people in their network that's smarter than them. Then they have people in the network that's on the same level as them. Then they have people in their network that may not be as smart as them in a certain field. So they reach down to them to bring them up, to educate them on how to make this stuff happen. And so these eight pillars that, that, that we're gonna be talking about with inside of my course, oh my gosh, I'm so excited because while this course is not about how to get rich, while this course is not about how to get um, out of debt, this course is the foundation on how to build wealth. It is a foundation on how to pay off your debt. It is a foundation on how to find the love of your life. Because if we're not healthy, if we're not built on a solid foundation, God is not going to trust us with the love of our life. He's not going to trust us with a million dollars if we're rocky. And so we're really going to walk through these eight pillars. And I ran all these eight pillars uh, through all of my millionaire mentors and friends. And it was like, no, bro, this is absolutely amazing. One of the millionaire friends, he owns a company, makes about half a billion dollars a year. He said, if I would have had this when I was single, when I was in my young 30s, young 40s, he's 60 something years old right now. Here's what he said. He said, I'll be a, a, a billionaire by now. He said, because I... I I made the money, but I made the money on Rocky Foundation and I blew a lot of it because I was just getting the cars and I was doing this and buying the jets and flying. He told me one time he flew 10 ladies on a private jet uh, to, with him to, uh, I forgot the name of the country. And he was like, man, do you know how much that cost me? He said to fly 10 ladies on a big jet like that across the country round trip, that was almost $400,000. He said, do you know, after listening to you, and at that time I was with Dave, he said, you know you know what I could have done uh, with that $400,000 after I listened to you and Dave? I was so upset. And I was like, you know, he's like, but Anthony, no one gave me the eight pillars. No yeah. one taught me, here are the things you need to focus on while being single. He said, everyone's chasing the bag. Everyone's chasing love. But a single person needs to be chasing them, needs to be investing into them. They do that. They will get the bag. They will get the love. They will get the career. They will get the business. But what is it to gain the whole world? Uh-oh. And you're not really built on a solid foundation. Amen. A house built on sand versus a house built on rock. And like you said, like lo looking at the temporal, the here and the now, and it's so easy, you know, and again, because my focuses really are, you know, I have five pillars, faith, fitness, fellowship, finances, and then fun. Those are like, so my whole entire, you know, podcast is all about that. And so I love that, it's very similarly aligned. And I think in, in the, your program, spiritual journey is like the first one, the foundation, because as you just mentioned, if it's not built on rock, yes. you're going to sway, you're going to waver no matter where you go. 
All right. So AO, I'm just going to finish what I always like to do at the very end is just do some really quick, like rapid fire, like one word answers, just so that my audience can get to know you maybe a little bit outside of here. So I'm just going to ask you mountains or ocean. Uh, ocean. Okay. Cause you mentioned you're going to be in your little beach body out there. Absolutely. Okay. Salty or sweet? Sweet. Okay. What do you like? What's your favorite? Um, something sweet. Red velvet cake. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Okay. Uh, tacos or pizza? Pizza, pepperoni and cheese. Oh, look at you. All right. Best date idea? Free. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw your video asking, like, if the guy worked at McDonald's, should I be going out? I'm like, brother, you need to do that as an episode because that, was, that is good <laughs> stuff. All right. Your personal worst date? $300. All right, I don't even want to ask what that entailed, but we'll just go there. We'll just, just play it off of that. All right, your favorite dance tune? Uh, Boys to Man. ABC, BBD, which yep. one? Yep. Yeah, uh, okay. ABC, yeah. Mo Motown Philly, that, Motown. back again, that one? I think Boys that's- Boys to Man back again. I got you. Okay, you yep. can sing it out. <laughs> and then last, because some of my ladies up in here are about your age, okay? Single or taken? Uh, I'm single. Okay. Well, I just know that when I met you last year, you were not so single. So I was just throwing out that out there that if, you know, might be taking applications, I can help screen some people for you up in there. <laughs> All right. So AO, you've got so many exciting things going on. You know, tell us about the singles mansion really quickly. And then, you know, I'm going to go ahead and I'll put the show notes. I'll have the singles blueprint if they want to connect and want to, you know, I would encourage you. I'm going to be checking it out myself. Let me just tell you, I think I could be using that up in this season right about now. And then also how and where people can connect with you. Yeah, man, go to anthonyoneal.com. You'll find out some free uh, free resources there to help you with your financial journey during your single season. Um, and then the Singles Mansion, man, is it's just a, it's a group of eight singles who uh, want to come together. I flew them into Orlando, Florida, and we just sit there and we talk about real life issues. These are not your Instagram models, your, your fine guys with the eight packs and two bouncy checks. These are your everyday normal people from... Um, I even have uh, um, a young man that's from the LGTB community talking about his perspective on Christianity and how he has some concerns there. And then I have a multimillionaire on there. Then I have someone who makes $20,000 a year. Like it's a very broad from 20 to 52 years old, from single to single again, to no kids, to di uh, divorce with kids a very broad group of just real, natural, single people having a real conversation. We laugh, we cry, they, they do argue, <laughs> um, you know? And so I'm really excited about it because um, no one really knows. So I'll, I'll say it with you. We have a couple of networks that are actually interested in picking it up. And so we're really excited about it. Um, so I would encourage you to go check it out and, you know, see who you can relate to and, and go into it with an open mind, you know, cause I'm a Christian. Um, and, um, I really wanted to make sure that I, I represented everyone as much as possible, you know? Uh, and so um, I think sometimes we, as in Christians, we force just only our narrative, but then I believe God would sit down with anyone and allow anyone to talk. Um, and so I, I wanted to open that up too. And so you have people in there who are practicing abstinence and people who are not, you know, mm -hmm. and it was just, it was just a real conversation.
Well, y'all, you heard it first. So when it gets picked up and we're all going to be fans and followers. So I just love that. So, well, I can't thank you enough. And just so you guys know, it's O-N-E-A-L. It's not O-N-E-I-L, F-Y-I. And I'll make sure that that goes in the show notes. I have been so blessed by you. I know that the audience has been blessed by you. You are full of wisdom and insight. And I love that you are a man of God. And so thank you so much for being on today. And for those listeners, I, they know I always end with keep on shining. Yeah. So thanks, brother.